Am I making any sense? All right. We got a good Am I Making Sense today for you guys. Today's guest is an amazing entertainer. You'll recognize him from his appearance on Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson, The Pursuit of Happiness with Will Smith. He has a soon-to-be-released comedy special filmed at the historic Dry Bar Comedy Club. Jeff Applebaum, thank you so much well, for joining where, me. Is, is he here yet? Is he, are we <laughs> waiting for him? <laughs> I'm like, who, who the heck are you talking about, man? I'm just worried. It's uh, I, I, you know, In the last three and a half weeks, I think I've cycled through just two pairs of sweats, uh, three pair of underwear, and two T-shirts and a sweatshirt. That, that's it. I mean, it's amazing yeah. just how little we need. And, you, and your shoes are looking at you going, what about me? Don't, yeah, don't yeah. I, you don't put me on anymore. I don't, and I'm like, where am I going to go with my shoes? Who needs it? Yeah. No, you just need a good pair of socks. That's what I'm telling everyone. I say the three things to invest in right now are toilet paper, pajamas, and Zoom meeting. That's all you need to know in this, oh. this economy. Who, who would have known? I, I sat next to like the CFO of Zoom on a plane a couple, a year or so back. And it was, uh, very nice lady. And I'm, and yeah. I'm going, uh, wow, you guys, your timing was really good. Yeah. 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 No, this is, uh, this is doing, this is helping them out a lot for sure. So Jeff, I usually get into it with the origins of comedy. Um, but rather than ask you, uh, just a plain question, I was on your website and I was looking at different things on your website and I want to do a screen. I'm, share. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm <laughs> you really, so you really are, uh, the sheltering in place has really gotten to be boring, I guess. Oh, no, 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 no. So I want to share a photo here uh, okay. that, we ha that I saw on your website. Now, this photo is beautiful. Oh, yes. Looking at the photo, the cover <laughs> of your uh, album, Which One's Your Boy? Yes. And I was scrolling past and I kind of go, oh, this is a cute picture. I really like this. This is, this is neat, very nostalgic. But something didn't feel right. And then I scrolled down. I was reading some things. I scrolled back up and I go, what is it about this picture? One of these things wrong. is not like the other. One of these people doesn't belong. Yes. So there's that. But then on top of that, we got, we got one, two coaches here. One yeah. and two. And then we got one, two, three, four, five, six, yes. seven, eight. Correct. So not only did we suck as a team too, but uh, not everybody didn't show up all the time. So, oh. Um, yeah. And it, it, you know, those are days. It's interesting. You think about, I look at like, I, I got three kids. How many kids do you have? Two. Two kids. And there's no such thing as a child's activity anymore. It's, no. it's you know, we're, we're, we're basically Uber drivers for our children and we have minivans and we only, our apps only respond to their requests. We're driving them everywhere. We used to have to, my mother never drove a car. She drove my father Ooh. crazy, but she never drove yeah. a car. So she would, we would have to ask and, and uh, bum rides or not. Yeah, yeah. Like, but bicycle. find a way, the coach, bicycle, skateboard, get to practice. And yeah. not everybody was able to make that in, in, in Queens. And, and um, it's funny, that coach on the left, mm. Carter, uh, he was my neighbor. And his son is Aaron right up in the front center in front on the, on the bottom of the screen there. Okay. Uh, so he, um, his stepson. So he actually, uh, we're still in touch with the coach on, on Facebook. And it's great. So, so um, it's you know, it's got to be 70s, late 70s, maybe 80s, but no, probably late 70s. And, and uh, it's it's very cool that, yeah, that's still there. And that that was taken, as you could see, 19, uh, that must be a mistake. That should say 1997. I'm sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, actually, talk to me about Queens in the 70s. Uh, Queens, they're all over San Francisco. Oh, what kind of, oh, this, <laughs> different Queens. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, what was it like? Because, I mean, we're seeing everything about New York right now, and it's just, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's unsettling. It's, it's concerning. I have, my family's gotten out. They, well, they are in Manhattan, so. Oh, no kidding. How know, are they doing? Is the density of population there? They got out. They got out. So, as you know, people, the people in Manhattan can afford to get out of Manhattan. So Correct. They go they got out a couple to their weeks ago. summer houses. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm always curious to hear about New York. I love going to New York, but. Obviously, my in-laws have said just the contrast between then and now is just so oh, different. Very much so. And, and um, so it's funny because I actually talked to one of my, my best friends, mm -hmm. uh, Lorraine, last night. And she actually, mm -hmm. um, um, let me just answer an email here. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, no problem. Um, 
and she um, she actually works in, you know for with NYU Med, and she was telling me um, she was telling me that that uh, you know it's it's really the density. She's she's out on Long Island, yeah. so I, I I was born in Brooklyn, then we moved to Queens when I was two, and then out to Long Island for high school. Okay, and and um, so you're familiar and, with all of them, then? Almost. Yeah, all of them, and you know my parents were both born and raised in Brooklyn, and. So we're all New Yorkers, and and I'm, I, I'm, I started to talk funny like a Californian once in a while. I've been out here 30 years now, which is hard to believe because we do that to you. Exactly right. I'm only 32 ish. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, so no one can the, do math anymore. Nobody can do math. Yeah, yeah. The density, the density of the population in New York is the issue, right? Where yeah. there's, there's people that are just so close together and close quarters in general. Um. And then you look at places like like China, where there's, I mean, we know, I, I, I don't believe they're sharing anything that's true. You know, no. oh, we went from millions to zero. Crap. This is BS. No. And, then, and then you, uh, Taiwan is doing, I was reading, my wife is from Taiwan. Okay. So the, uh, so I was, we, we were reading an article today about how, how Taiwan has controlled the situation much better than many countries yeah. in terms of how they, you know, early detection, testing, and really yes. set up my, I have a cousin. So my friend is in New York. She's in healthcare. I have a oh, cousin no. who's in Israel in healthcare, and and okay. uh, the interesting thing there is they're working on the same kind of shifts, and the the poor. I mean, we really need to celebrate the the healthcare workers that are oh, putting yeah, their yeah. selves in 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 harm's way. Really, yes. I mean, you think about it. I mean, I, I'm almost like don't want to go to a hospital for any reason. I'm, I'm just praying we we stay healthy because you're afraid of all the disease around there. Yeah. And she says, you know, in Israel though, if if somebody is identified that they they took the test and they they mm -hmm. uh, test positive. Yeah, you'll get a phone call if you were near that person because they're like they know oh. where everybody was. They're like, uh, your friend uh, Ari had the, the disease and he yeah, was yeah, yeah. to go quarantine yourself. Yeah, you're like how the hell did you know that? They go just right. shut up and quarantine for two weeks. <laughs> so you know, so you know, Passover's coming up. I'll have to be singing the the, the uh, Dianu for thirty Ooh. seconds or whatever when I'm washing my hands. Yeah, you know, yeah. Oh, there you go. That's another have birthday take. song. <laughs> Okay, I'm done. But the, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's that's different. But um, so yeah, New York is just a great place. I I, I love the people. I love the foods. Yeah, that's it. I I don't know if I could live there. Would want to live there again. But actually, there's just places out on the island that are great. But just it's a piece of who we are and and um, where we come well, from. And I know whenever I visit New York, I just feel like I've had a battery charged up and I come mm -hmm. back feeling more like, in fact, yeah. I did my first open mic after having come back from New York because I was taken in the comedy clubs and whatnot. I go, God, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta try that. You know? So I, I could technically yeah. blame my uh, fledgling open mic career on a trip to New York. Ah. Um, <laughs> but, so what was it like back so in, in the seventies and eighties? In Queens, it was, like, it was, was uh, the community, were they concerned about young Jeff Applebaum's safety and emotional well-being, or was it a rough time? Uh, Cracker Jeff? No, it's, it's uh, <laughs> you know, so our, our neighborhood was, was predominantly, uh, you know, a black area, and, and mm -hmm. um, we, we always grew up with everybody's, everybody, you know, my, yeah, my yeah. mother, was, we, we, doesn't matter what you do, if you, are you a good person? Okay. And then there was a, still a lot of, of racial tension. It, it's not, it wasn't too far off the whole civil rights movement at that yeah. time. And, you know, my parents, my dad's still alive. My mother passed six years ago, but my oh, dad's here in that. California. Thank you. Okay. And uh, we always grew up as people who always marched and protested for everything and mm. civil rights and all that. We we're part of that. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, but, you know, as part of that to support, we're still not part of the community where, where we fully understand the experience right as 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 an yeah. irish person or a jew you know we have we all have our own history and 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 uh things that we all overcome but but um just the the culture and the art and the history and the and the talent and the the drive of people is just amazing the hustle that yeah, you pick yeah. up and there was no there was no you know we get you know 50 cents allowance a week and we go buy baseball right. cards yeah. but the the area i mean it wasn't always you know, it was truly, you know, you have to watch where you're going and, and, um, didn't matter who you are, black, white, whatever, yeah, yeah. You, you could get mugged. I remember, I remember once I met, I met LL Cool J once and I said, you know, LL, yes. I said, I got mugged on every corner you rap about and he's laughing. I go, Farmer's <laughs> Boulevard. I, I run down Farmer's Boulevard with 50 pounds of math books going, 
I'm Puerto Rican, man. I'm Puerto Rican. Leave me alone. But the, um, but, uh, so it was, oh, it was great. The hardest part of growing up was really, I mean, every kid who goes to school in any day, you know, you get picked on, you get, that's all part yeah, yeah. of growing up. How do you handle it? How do you stand up for yourself? But, Back then, uh, you know, the traveling, traveling public transportation to and from school was, was actually the most difficult thing. Mm. Um, then at the beginning of eighth grade, we moved out to Long Island to a place called Syosset. And, um, okay. that was a, a different experience in terms of, of, uh, you know, there's still dynamics of teenage mm-hmm. kids, you know, picking on each other, but, right. but not in the same way. Um, uh, so when I see my son went to NYU graduating, you know, we go visit him, the city. And I was talking to my friend yeah, yeah. last night, the city today, the cleanliness, uh. the accessibility, the safety, the relative safety, yeah was not what I remember growing up. It's like, if you go right. into the city, people would go into to the garden, to the Knicks games, to see stuff. You'd go in as groups, and it was a little more like you got to watch out who's kind of looking over your shoulder there. Right. You always have to do that. Somebody's, you know, there's pickpockets in every major city, but but yeah. the sense of safety, I, I think, is much greater today than it was when we were kids. And and you just kind of have to have a street smarts and awareness as you're growing up that um, I always wanted to do, well, my kids have that. That's why I was excited when my kid went back to school there because – you get an experience and a pace and a uh, yeah. exposure to things. Yeah. Uh, not a virus, hopefully that, that um, will help him, you know, get stronger and be stronger. Yeah. Yeah. No. So I guess how my in-law describes it is he feels like, um, although he's part of it because he's become successful and whatnot, but he grew up in, I think it was um, the place in between Roosevelt Island. It's in between. Oh, okay. um, uh, I, that's in between Manhattan and, I think Queens. I, I'm not sure. But okay. anyway, he says uh, it feels more like uh, it's uh, at least Manhattan and Brooklyn has turned kind of into this amusement park oh. type feel. Yes. Whereas before it was gritty, dangerous, like you said, all yeah. those things, exciting. But now it just has this feel like, oh, I'm just walking on, oh, a popcorn stand. Exactly. You know? When you hear like Dr. Anthony Fauci, I love that guy, total yeah. New Yorker. He goes, yeah, people are going to die if you don't cover your freaking mouth, you moron. <laughs> And that guy sounds like he's an old school Brooklyn or the Bronx. Whereas today yeah. you meet people, you're like, oh, where are you living? I'm from Brooklyn. Right, I'm like, right. Uh, I'm like, what? No, no, you're not. You're not yeah, from yeah. Brooklyn. Brooklyn, the gentrified uh-huh. new Brooklyn, which, yeah. you know, uh, we just know, you know, my, my parents were children of Jewish immigrants from Eastern Europe that all came over, didn't speak English. They spoke Yiddish first. And, and um, you know, that was the Brooklyn where, where uh, the, the, the New York ghettos and now people grew up and worked together. And yeah, my dad went to high school at Barbara Streisand. Oh, wow. In, uh, in uh, Flatbush area. And um, that's where that is. Yeah. That's great. Did you get into comedy back East or was that something? Well, I think uh, comedy was almost a, a way of life. <laughs> you have to have okay. humor, but, but not as a performer necessarily on stage. Okay. But uh, comedy was always, I looked at it as, a survival mechanism. I think it's all part mm-hmm. of surviving through generations. You know, humor is a way to cope. Even today, right? People yep. are doing. We're talking. People are doing all sorts of things to. Um, but I really comedy was like you know uh, survival. If if I was about to get mugged, if I yeah. could make the muggers laugh, they'd be like, ah, he's funny. Yeah. Leave him alone. It's like when they're trying to steal a car and they see the stick on the the locked stick yeah, on the yeah. wheel. Yeah. Let's go to the next car. That kind ah, of thing. Yeah. Or yeah. or I distract them long enough to run. You know? Yeah. And then when I got to junior high school, I realized if I can make the girls laugh, it didn't matter what I look like with the Jufro uh, and everything, which is coming back, by the way, you know, since we can't go to the barbershop and I'm, I'm, I haven't engaged my children to cut. We're going to try to cut each other's hair at some yeah. point here. I think I, I'm going to, I'm just going to let it rip, but I you literally. You got great hair, man. You got beautiful hair, man. Look oh, at you. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's full of grease right now, but uh, I missed my barber appointment the, yeah. the Thursday, the 12th. And I there think we go. went on lockdown on, it was the 13th or 14th. Yep. So I go, oh, exactly. that's all right. So um, yeah, no, back, back to the kids and how they're going to grow. It's going to be different. In a way, I look at uh, not just my, my, my children, seven and nine in that age group, awesome but even age, the, yeah. up to like the 20, 21, they're a much kinder, gentler generation, I think. I, there's goods to that, and maybe there'll be some bads to that. Overall, I yeah. think it's a positive thing. But, you know, even something like bullying, like you said, I remember getting jumped by older kids on the way home from elementary school and just dusting where, off. Where was this? Where was and this? This was in Livermore. So this oh, wow. isn't even a rough neighborhood. But Livermore, they're like, man, we're going back to the, to the, to the vineyard. Yeah, to the vineyard. Yeah. Take but, uh, his walk, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was mostly cows back then. 
but it just dusting off and you don't even think about it. You don't talk to your parents about it. No. You don't have discussions about it. It's not brought up in school. It's just some, it happened and you move yeah. on. I don't think that's necessarily a good thing. I'm not advocating for that. Yeah, but no, no. It's the, character no one, development. Yes. Right. It's character development. So um, that's not something our kids are going to be dealing with, I don't think. They'll have their own challenges. Yeah, exactly. But um, that kind of stuff is definitely um, over with. So, so talk to me. If, if so, it was a survival mechanism back east. Yeah. But when did you officially hit the stage, so to speak, and start next doing week? It? Next week will be, no, the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, you well, hope when it mother, goes well, my fingers mother crossed. Was, uh, yes. My mother was a very funny lady and she okay. always made us laugh and would tease us. And, and my dad's actually very funny too, but more, not, not necessarily, uh, yeah, to some extent, you know, the dad jokes, but they're both mm -hmm. funny in their own way. But my mom had this, his way of connecting with people that, um, you know, everybody loved her. She's around mm -hmm. her. She'd light up a room and she just it oozed. She oozed love for people. Wow. Just, just, and um, would make you laugh. I mean, that, okay. that's always smiling. And um, I looked a lot like her. And, okay. and um, so I, I found the joy of when you, when you, um, when you see people laugh, it's, it's also a sense of validation, right? When you're on stage in the old, in the old school, the old days when we used to, we used to get on stage when we could Right. <laughs> two weeks ago. We're going to get to that for sure. We'll, get, we're we'll be get back. Yeah. We're um, in a different era. It changed. Different era, it's, which is fine. And uh, everybody's yeah. like, you know, these, uh, getting on stage and, and when you're telling, like, like you look at Cosby, the store, one of my favorite comedians, Cosby, the comedian, not Cosby, yes. the rapist, but Cosby, Understood. the comedian was Understood. just, he never told jokes as much as he told stories right and you'd be yeah. in there you see people's heads you know oh yeah moving on uh, purpose yeah uh you know like uh, uh, the um that's a connection like you're validated yeah. like hey, this this observation i'm making i mean you look at facebook now there's a bunch of memes everybody has the same thing oh it gives me you know yeah someone like oh yeah my house got toilet papered now it got appraised for 875 i saw that 400 times and i thought 875k that's not in california that's a deal i'll take it I'll, i'm like i'll take exactly i'm like i'll take that 800 yes. square foot home in San yes. Jose <laughs> with the toilet paper yeah you know it, exactly they don't tp the house now what did they, they that's that's like you know throwing gold on it boy. What, no what is, no uh, you who would have used money that it's that it, you know people aren't waiting in line to buy chicken or food or anything it's Oh, EP, I, my, my poor wife, my we got it. We got, you know, we had to do the, uh, I said, honey, you, you're, you're almost in the older category. Go get, go tell them that you're 70. No, <laughs> get in I, an hour early. No, yeah. I've been taught anyone who will listen. I've been asking that same question. I go, people are more concerned about what's coming out than what's going in. There you For go. Me, Which like, end is more important? Yeah. I, I don't get it, but I, I guess it's one of these like mass hysteria things where it just catches on like wildfire. But I'm thinking like, when, when it first kicked off, I was thinking, okay, rice, beans, oats, and, you know, whatever else we can fit. Maybe a quinoa rice, here. Rice, beans, and oats. Wow. Yeah. You, are, uh, you are working in the fields. <laughs> exactly. That's McCarran, where I thought we McCarran, were going. the potato famine is coming back. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 50% Irish. Hopefully uh, right. the good part, right? Just say, we'll uh, they, named the, they named the Las Vegas airport after yours. That's McCarran. It's close. Yeah. I, that could be a M-A-C. A, yeah, it's MA, it could be Scottish. You're right. It could be Scottish, but I'm part Scottish too. So I have a little uh, bit of that in me. I, the greatest big girls in the world. The Scot yeah. Scottish. Yeah. Scottish. Yes. So, okay. So your mother light up a room and did that translate to you getting on stage at one point or? Yeah, no, we, we did, we did theater. Um, even though I like girls growing up, I still did theater. Totally kidding. But the, uh, <laughs> the, um, no, we did chorus. We sang. My mother okay. was an op was actually an opera singer, and uh, oh. so and my dad loves jazz and music, and so we were always a very musical family. My nephews, my my brother's kids, our family, we all a lot of musicians, and a lot of people that came over from Eastern Europe too, uh, yeah. that survived through the Holocaust or everything. Mm. We're all everybody had an art or skill, a talent, music and uh, theater. There's something about theater and performing, and with an audience and just working, even working with a cast of people. Um, notice the tissue. Sport. I didn't touch my face. Was oh um, god, that's going to be a hard one, huh? The scratch, yeah. The um, was was just. I, I love the the. I don't say distraction, but theater and the arts are always just a way. There's there's so much history and and about the explore human life that you could you could yeah. have fun with. And, yeah, yeah, I noticed that. So you have some pipes on you. 
You're wow. in the rap pack. Oh, what do we call oh, that? Oh, the you're rap saying pack? about my singing. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> the like, pipes. Hey, Again, the the in, like, not wow. the out. Wow. The the I, I, this this camera's more revealing than I thought. But the um. Uh, oh no, yes, you look I, great. From I my sing, view, you look great. Thank, yeah, yeah, it's fine. I, I sing. Uh, yeah, I do sing. So I had the pri- I have the privilege of performing in a Rat Pack show. Was cast by. Sandy Hackett, Buddy Hackett's son, and we're very good friends, and we communicate all the time, and and, uh, Mickey Joseph, another dear comedian friend of ours here in the Bay Area, was the one who got me that gig, and um, it was just a camaraderie in that era, that era in time of, you know, I play the Joey Bishop character. They wanted me to play Sammy, but I was too tall, and... um, yeah, you what didn't have the uh, tap song? dancing, maybe. maybe it was the the, no, I could tap dance. Oh, you can. Uh, well, wow. well, whatever. I, not, not Mickey tap. He actually tries. I, you know, we okay. all just, there's a lot of things I think I could do that my children would not agree with. Ah. They don't. They don't understand. And I told. I still know all the rap lyrics from all the the classic rappers. You know, we're talking. Well, yeah, that's... running see Eric B and Rakim and all those guys, man, and Chuck D and and, and um. Yep, Public Enemy, yeah, SW1. Uh, so KRS one, KRS one, yep. KRS one, yeah. yep. Yeah, no, I. Right. So I watched. Uh, I think it was season one of Hip Hop Revolution. Yeah. And obviously, Bronx is in that. So Bronx was probably doing Scott LaRock. Yep, that was KRS one yep. and all the yeah. Yeah, that was probably around in the late seventies, early eighties, right? Yep. So. One of my one of my best friends, closest friends growing up, who's still a very dear friend, uh, Young MC. We were in uh, Boston like Move. Him. Yeah. So we were actually second in, in second through fifth grade together. Oh, so wow. We've, we've been friends since we're seven. So Holy we're still smokes. friends. Yeah. Yep. So uh, the uh, Applebaum family is connected with the boots. Rappers, with the Barbara, Barbara Streisand. Yeah. That's right, man. That's, That's right. Cool. That's cool. Connected to nothing. You know, nobody. <laughs> no, it's, it's great to see people that you knew and grew up with that are doing great things in the world. And that's the goal we all want to have, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so when you move, so you came out to California. Yeah. Is that when you started doing stand-up more? Uh, yeah, eventually. I, I officially started out here. So I, my background is, is engineering, believe it or not. So right. it's a natural path to uh, yes. <laughs> designing chips to, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but no, I, I, you know, obviously I wanted to have family and everything in place before I went and pursued my dream. Okay. Uh, you know, starting starting as a single person and and sleeping on other people's couches is not an issue if it's just me. When yeah. you have a wife and kids, uh, they don't always take kindly to that. So got things mm-hmm. in place, and I said, man, this is something I always wanted to do. So I started officially uh, at the Rosen Crown in Palo Alto. There was a great open mic there, and then I went there, and after a short while, would work with a um, some wonderful people there and would, would uh, help run that show. So there's a okay. lot of comics that moved to LA and a lot that are in doing amazingly well that started in that room and that show. And it was just a great place. And it's, there's always, you see camera like generally like guys like Pete Munoz who actually run yeah. a lot of open, really done great things in the community and that yeah. start and run open mics and all these characters that come, and, and there's always groups of people you start with that you go through the process together. Right. Yeah. I love seeing uh, Frankie Marcos and how he's progressed now, you know, doing yeah. all sorts of things, you and all the folks, you know, that, that you have on the, the, the shows and then yeah. the, 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 um, the shows that they run in all the, the yeah. your places that we've been at together. It's yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. And I was going to add what, what DNA's done with his club and just through the, comedy community and how he served that i mean it's just great oh santa that. cruz is amazing yeah it's absolutely amazing yeah i was gonna drop woodham sport lounge as part of your credits oh yeah but uh <laughs> dude know. let's dude you you really want to crash the internet and blow this thing up don't you <laughs> yeah i know boom that's no, a great room because it's like it's one of those like wow I nobody's, love it. nobody's yeah. listening and and uh what happened to tom you know and that's what uh, oh too much yeah that weed out front you got to be careful weed yes that was that's the, what got uh, him kicked out was it weed uh, yeah, yeah it was sure. yeah just that that was that would be the <laughs> weed. yeah maybe the weed the, the weed that's injected with a syringe right exactly, exactly. it's a, who knows it's a, it's a but yeah i love those rooms i love caravan i love woodhams i yeah. think that's probably the pinnacle of my Absolutely. career jeff yep. and and jms had just had his uh his show at the you know the, yep. the, for scotty it's great to see as a community how comics have a 
it, there seems to be quite, I mean, there's always competition everywhere in, in different mm. towns, whether it's New York or LA, but here the, the, the San Francisco comedy scene is, I'd say rather supportive. And, and I found, you know, we also always, uh, I've had a lot of wonderful people like guys, like I mentioned, Mickey Joseph or yeah. people like Dan St. Paul or Chicago, Steve Barkley, who really helped mentor me and coach along the way. And, and just, uh, we give each other gigs. They certainly help. Hey, come, come with me. And you always yeah. like, come along with me. And, and, you always wonder, oh my God, if I, if I, uh, if I tell this other comic about the gig, I, I, I'm so delighted watching guys like Sammy and what he's done and and Kabir yeah. and how they've grown. It, it's uh, you know, I, do I tell some other people? You know what I found? It, it's it's like, is it really competition? We're all so different. We all bring something different. Yeah. Every time I've, I've, uh, you know, people have been kind and generous to me. I feel you know, help, encourage when people ask or um, whenever I've I've you know given a gig away, you get ten back. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, well, it works it, out because my comedy and your comedy are different. We all bring different things different. to the table. So it's not like we're competing with each other for the same gigs. Right. And well, and another thing is I kind of look at whether you're writing, whether you're telling jokes, whether you're singing, what you're doing is you're just trying to tell the world what you're seeing through your lens and everybody's exactly. lens is different exactly. and it takes a while to focus that lens. Right. That's what the oh. open mic processes for i gotta go up there i gotta be yeah. bad i gotta make mistakes and it's me just trying to focus the lens and then hopefully someday it's a sharp yeah. image and you'll you'll be able to get on stage and just connect with the audience That's and right. make them laugh with things that you see and you're saying what you see so yeah, yeah i don't i don't think i think that's a healthy attitude and i think that happens a lot in the bay area i don't i have not had any real contention i mean stuff has been said but it's nothing like yeah. I feel like. Oh, I don't want to bring that up, but I'm like, yeah, he's not that bad, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so st stuff has been said, but it's it's for the most part. And what I hear from the guys coming back from either L.A. or New York is that now, both of those markets, it really is either a lottery or pay for time. Yeah. And so San Jose, we're spoiled. Yeah. San Jose and the Peninsula and East Bay, we're kind of spoiled because we still have a sheet that we put our name on and then more than likely you're going to get at least five minutes. Sometimes, I mean, they'll give you yeah. seven, eight minutes at some of these mics we go to, which is, I don't think the guys over in LA and New York are getting that right now. Yeah. It depends. Yeah. It depends. But the, yeah, there's a lot of community and a lot of guys like you. And again, when you start out, if you don't have stage time, you go start a room. That's right. how you make, you make stage time. And that's how right. we've all, we all started out and we do that. And um, yeah. And, and, and that whole, like you say, uh, point of view, that's, that's really the concept of voice. You know, some people say it takes mm -hmm. 10 to 15, 20 years to develop your voice. And yeah. I always see that as that's your point of view that people, why do people like you? And I think over yeah. time, when you get to the point where I don't care what the audience thinks right now, now, yeah. is that true? hundred percent? Of course not. You, no. you, you want to be loved, but if you're not, yeah. you can't really care. I mean, yeah. there's things in life that I, I, I know I just don't let go. I need yeah, to, yeah. But unless you care if they agree with your opinion or not, right? I think about, there's some comics that I, I don't agree with anything they say, but they crack me up uh, because yeah. I, I love their joke structure and how they deliver it and their anger and how they, yeah, awesome. And, and it yeah. doesn't mean I have to agree with them, but I'm like, that was a damn good joke. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's, you know, I always see it as, it's like your point of view, your, 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 your voice is like this meat grinder. You have yeah. a meat grinder and the world, everything's coming into your head and you're, you're grinding it out and outcome of your mouth comes this great point of view about how you see the world yeah. and what, what pisses you off, what makes you happy and what, you know, now everybody's talking about this Tiger King thing. I don't know. If I haven't watched it. it. I haven't watched it. <laughs> I didn't you? know about it until a week ago and yeah. then my son's friend mentioned it and I'm like, oh man, this is unbelievable. Hilarious. I mean, it's so, just. So you've been watching it. Oh, absolutely. My daughter, I mean, okay. the rest of my family, my daughter and I still stayed together on it. So we, we got through six episodes. We got two more, but okay. I'm like, I'm seeing all these memes, you know, Chad Ovid yeah. posted a few far. I'm like, what is this stuff? And then yeah. finally I go, ah, that's what the hell they're talking about. This is unbelievable. This is awesome. Yeah. This is awesome. It's, 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 it's like, and the timing for these guys, right? You think about like all these, these binge watching stuff, like, Oh, when uh strange stranger things came out. I'm like, yeah, yeah I don't, I don't, I don't have time. People are like, you, yeah. did you watch this? You follow this? I'm like, you know, honestly, I'm, I'm too busy working. You yeah. Know, my, some job tech stuff I have or, yeah. or out just trying to get on stage and perform myself. But then now, Oh, you have a little more time. But when we watch it, I'm like, this is like addictive. Some of that stuff. And it's like, 
They know how Man. to, yeah, these, these um, series, they really know how to um, That's right. suck you in. They're really good human interest stories. So I, I'll get to it. I haven't started yet. And, and actually, that's one of the reasons, I, I got to stop going on to the news, Jeff. The Don't news is, uh, I went two days without news. This? We got masks, you're welcome. <laughs> He's a New Yorker. People say, are you surprised what he said? I go, no, I've never been surprised what he said. Right. Yeah. He's that's 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 how we that's the style from New York. Just shut up. I'm not. The, that's how he talks. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know, that's uh, how he talks amongst all the other stuff. Romney is in quarantine. He should be. <laughs> I mean, <just> <laughs> Did like he that. say that? Did he say that? I, last week I saw someone. I'm like, I just start dying laughing. Like, I, and I always say this whole thing between uh, the the whole uh, Elizabeth Warren and the Native American roots and the DNA. Yeah. That yeah. whole thing turns out she just uh -huh. drives a Jeep Cherokee. But that's a. That's oh a, yeah, there we go. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Well, the the Cherokee got onto her. The leather upholstery got onto her skin, exactly. mixed in. Yeah, that's how these things happen. Pocahontas, Pocahontas. I'm like, what a. <laughs> <that's>... <laughs> Did you hear yeah. what he said? Yeah, I, I, I'm not surprised. So yeah, New Yorker. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Just go. you just don't want to activate the stupid gene in people by when they hear that stuff that's the challenge right just like okay so. yeah so i so you have a son who's out from under the roof he's back is he back in new york oh, right he's, now? no he's he's here he's 20 okay so you're hunkered down with your whole family right they're, now they're all here they're, good oh that's yeah, we great got three kids yeah we got three so the 24 the 14 and the 12 and it's just, as i say same wife so we had a we had a lot of uh we had a lot of in vitro for the second and third kid so uh, we have that's why we have 10 10 years between them so, but oh, yeah, okay. no, he sees at home. They're all here. Happy okay. They're all here. So we, okay. the living room is a gym. We now turn that to a gym. I saw that. And That's a great yeah. idea. Yeah. Well, like, Hey, you know what? Um, and you know, it's funny cause we finally, our 14 year old is like really doing great with his basketball. We finally got him a membership at the gym and like, oh. now, we're no. like, Oh, now we start paying for the gym and now we can't go. So, uh, maybe we'll extend it at the end. Cause he's yeah. like, but he's, he's really focused. I'm proud of the kid. He's like out there playing every day and, the kids are, are online. And so now, you know, will there be this, this generational gap, you know, 10, 20 years from now, these kids that, that had this, this, this uh, mm. social interaction was taken away from them. Or I feel bad for the kids who were supposed to graduate high school or, or now um, yeah. they, they have, uh, they, they have uh, the, the UCs are, are, hey, you don't need to take the SATs. You know, oh, I really? That. Yeah, I saw that for this year. They're waving that. I'm like, okay. damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some kids are like, damn it. Why couldn't this happen last year? I know. I know. I'm so, teasing. We 2020 yeah. lucked out in some yeah. aspects. Yeah, I, yeah. So I don't know what your take is on social media, but me and the wife, were trying to keep the kids off devices as much as possible. But then this yeah. happened. It's like they have, they got to be on their device just to talk with their friends now. Yeah. yeah so yeah. within like 48 hours, we went from, ah, oh, let's not let them use tablets and computers to they have their whatever it is facebook messenger why is account. johnny on tinder he's 12 yeah well you know it's it's uh yeah it was the first app they downloaded and you're like is it tinder or grinder what's going on with this child he sees uh yeah yeah so how do you how do you sexually reconcile like uh fluid yes whatever the sexually count. fluid yeah whatever it is northern california uh, how do you reconcile having that straight life where you're doing engineering work, you got the family, but then you're also doing stand-up comedy and the Rat Pack and business and all sorts of stuff? I no, I yeah. um, you you know you uh, you do what you have to do to to take care of your family and cover it, right? So it's it's like you have access to stuff, and I, I actually work more in. Uh, I've always been working in in the sales and marketing side after after you know initial design stuff, but it's yeah. um. It's really um, do what you got to do, and it, you really have to compartmentalize in your mind. And I think also being out and about, if you choose to continue to work, and I've always told people, and you know, I love people say I'm a comic. I just say I I love doing stand up, and I I do stand up, and yeah. but at the same time, you know, you you um, do what you have to to take care of your your family, and when you're out working and doing other things too, it also gives you perspective of what most of your audience sees too. So yeah. you get the ability to understand what they might have gone through that day before they got to your club or something that they hit as a challenge or how they interacted with people in business or, or in, in work and career. And, you know, that's how I see it. And, yeah. um, 
you know, they, this, my family's very supportive of, it's not even, it's, it, it's a dream, but it's also something I'm, I'm, I'm realizing, right? Obviously I see, yeah. man, we'd love to be in, in, do more stuff in movies, whatever it is. Can you, how can you have an impact and have your voice heard in a way that it impacts people to feel like, wow, my day is better now because I, I saw you, I went to an event you did, or you talked to me after a show, we talked together, or we shared a thought about something that we saw in the world and thought that's freaking stupid. Right. I mean, that, yeah, it's all these jokes. Now you see on that, the, you know, the, the divorce lawyers are lining up for the, the virus to be over because people are going, I can't stand this person. Now I'm with them 24 hours a day or, or couples will like just started dating. And oh. then they, the lockdown happened and they really had to kind of force ex- spend time with each other. That's it's going to be interesting. It's yeah. definitely going to be interesting. I don't, what do you think the, what are we going to have to do to reboot the comedy scene in the South Bay? You, you think there's, cause we're going to lose restaurants and bars. I'm sure. You, you probably, you probably will. Well, I think, I think again, it's going to be a pent up demand. Yeah. Um, people wanting to, first of all, I think the comedy community is going to can't wait. To, we, we just enjoy being around each other. Right. So that's what I'm, I'm missing. I'm, most. Doing, yeah. I'm doing some stuff. I think with, with, um, Samson and Ira and the, the comedy Oakland folks on Saturday, we're doing a live uh, webcast show sure. at seven o'clock this Saturday, yeah. April 4th. So I'm, I'm interested to see how that's going to go. Right. Cause yeah. we're still talking. We can, I mean, I'm, I'm happy to see your face and yeah. get real time feedback. This is good. And we should have bought zoom stock uh, two months ago. <sighs> we missed the boat. The hell are Jeff. you thinking? The oh, hell are you man. thinking? Right. Um, and, and uh, I think people are going to be excited to, to engage again. I, I do yeah. think it'll be a, a, a slow, slower time for anybody to engage in any yeah. social, like I'm going, I think it was smart that they actually decided to, it's unfortunate, but also smart that they said, okay, the California schools are likely or now going to be closed yeah. through the end of the year. Cause let's say right. this shelter in place went through the end of, uh, of April now. Right. So we go May yeah. 4th and we're going, okay, I got four to six weeks before the school year is really over. Are kids really going to comfortably come back to school now or thinking, hey, what? It's going to be There might be some something, some uh, cooties on that locker yeah. over there. Or this kid over here, he's coughing. Or I don't know about this guy. I'm going, you know what? The, it's going to be warmer once the, once the heat comes on. The virus is going to here. <laughs> the, uh, it's going to be warmer. Um, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's right. That's right. Uh, Fauci, the, fa- the little guy, the little Italian guy, I like him very much. He's he's kind of like little Michael, but you know, the um, yeah, little Mike, little Mike Bloomberg, but he's Italian. The uh, um, I think people are gonna be I I the same way. I'm the same way, right? I, I've had uh, we've all had. I've had like way too many gigs and big gigs and mm. uh, big events, show events that I was performing at uh, all canceled. And yep. understandable though, because I'm going, yeah. Do I really want to do that? Or people say, hey, let's get together and make a video. No. I'm like, you know, I love you, I like you, but no. uh, honestly, this is how I'm okay like this. And if you, yeah, I think it's cool the fact you see the newscasters are are at home, like they got all their yeah. stuff in the background. If you had this like big fancy background now, people are like that's not relatable. But like you and I, yeah. you're in your basement or your garage. I'm yeah, I'm I'm in um, the homeless shelter here, whatever. Yes. And, and, <laughs> And, it looks uh, like a law office, actually. A law, the law a office is a very sloppy, messy law office. Yeah, yeah. Printer from the seventies, you know. But the the um, and I, I have I look over I, I, my cameras. I have my I, my family see in the living room. They're all doing aerobics online with my son's college friends. And oh, nice. Very cool. Yeah. Um, but but uh, I think people will be be kind of like tiptoe back till we truly know it's safe to get back in the water, right? I mean, yeah. I po- I posted something a couple weeks back. It's like it feels like. Like uh, somebody dropped a turd in the in the pool of life, and we all have to get out for a while. So. We got to yeah, that's it. And, the, and uh, we yep. have to clean it. So you scrub so it down. You got to scrub it down. So I don't know how do you, how do you feel about? Are you I, ready to? Are you ready to like? Would you go? They said it, folks. It's over. Would you go to a restaurant tomorrow? No. Well, so my, what I'm doing right right now is we are. I'm trying to spend money because as yeah. of right now, I'm still get. I'm still employed. You yeah. know. It, and so twice and your, te- week, your tech stuff your i tech. do tech stuff too yep. yeah what kind of i'm stuff also you in tech um and so me and the wife were trying to order takeout twice a week just to support the restaurants yes. around here it's little it's not much no it matters um, but times a thousand people is something 
Yeah. And then, but I, I don't feel good about it because I know food is, you know, it's moving around, but I just feel like yeah. there needs to be, the problem is just money changing hands. It's just stopped. Yeah. And that's, yeah. I, I don't want to say that's more concerning than people stacking up in the, in the hospitals and dying, but it's, it's a big deal. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, I'm for me, I don't think I'm going to be at open mics right when they say, okay, shelter in place is over. I don't, I don't think I'm going right then and there. Yeah. Just cause the um, material will be terrible. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. yeah the material will be <laughs> right. We're going to get to that. Yeah. So, um, the, the material, everyone will be, uh, rusty, but I, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, think about sports games, think about concerts, like in the past, which, and so two weeks ago, I was the guy walking around like, eh, that's what my immune system's for. Right. And now this thing's hit and, and, you know, I shouldn't be doing this, but I'm watching no. the news. I'm going to think this thing is scary. Everybody, all the, all the healthcare people I'm talking to, they yep. say that it's, it's almost, um, you know, we thought, okay, if it's somebody who's diabetic or has a, um, yeah. Maybe no. they're overweight or maybe they have a pre-existing risk, yeah. condition or something. It, it's attacking people who are, are beautifully healthy. Mm. And it's almost like my, my friend in New York, she said uh, somebody described it as one of the results. That's why they say, you know, keep drinking water or something every yeah. few minutes because it will wash it into your stomach if you have right. it in your throat. And it so, you know. <laughs> I got uh, tea, hot yep. water, hot, there we go. warm stuff will break up any mute and, and it's, uh, it's like cement in your lungs. Oh, you know, that's, so and that's, a, that's a very scary, but effective visualization. Yeah. Yeah. So I, so I want to, I'm definitely get, get back to it uh, because, you know, I have kids at the house. I, I realized it's not just really about me. Like I could say, oh, it's fine. I go out. If I get sick, I get sick. But then I get sick and I bring make, it home make other gotta, people sick too yeah yeah and I think that was the that's what you know clicked with me last week um when I don't know I guess it was three weeks god I'm losing track of time when did we go on April April 15th or something right March or sorry yeah, March so 15th. we started yeah, we started I think a week before so I've been uh, yeah so I've been anyway confined to my home from the court order what yeah <laughs> we all have ankle bracelets on now exactly so I don't, I don't think I'm going to get back out, my case, yes. but when I do, when I do go back out, I'm, and I had been thinking about this prior to all the craziness is I had mm -hmm. been thinking, I want to go find a bar to start an open mic. Um, and I probably will follow up with that when I do venture back out, but every other you know, seat. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Social distancing is like social. We'll have masking tape on the ground for where people can exactly. stand. You can sit here and stand there and that's just. Yeah, or we, put them in a row. You tell a joke, turn around, tell the well. Don't tell the guy behind. Don't look at him. But yeah, we'll have to social distance ourselves from the microphone, shouting at the microphone ten feet away. Yeah, and who wants to touch that? After I mean, you've seen some people. I, I'm like, I'm gonna bring my own, yeah. my own foam cover. <laughs> yeah, the mic condom. Yeah, I, exactly. I, I, that was one of my early jokes too at Woodham's. When I got up, I go, "It's great to be here at Woodham's open mic, or as I like to refer to it." Mouth herpes roulette night. Exactly, that's exactly right. God knows how long Munoz has had that mic. Yeah, it's but he he uh, he sprays it every. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, who no, knows? Everywhere we go, it doesn't matter where we perform. I mean, the mics are are like that. It's um, yeah, it, yeah. It's like wow, this is different. This is stand up. What what about your son? Is he still doing comedy? My oldest son? Uh, no, he's not performing. He uh, I think after he he graduated, he wanted. To, focus on his career right now I, my, yeah. my middle boy is actually or even funnier and uh so but i don't think my kids have the same um i don't say appreciation or or uh i don't i'm not gonna say need but uh, yeah. enjoyment of the stage that, that i do yeah but that may change later so i i, I mean I'm, I'm really amazed my middle boy's commitment to his basketball now he's so He's so focused on his drills and skills and development. He really is a warrior. He's the guy that's doing the hundred shots from every point. Uh, feels right. Good. Like like you hear about all these greats, and I'm going, awesome, man. Like I said, he's gonna be the first Chinese Jewish NBA player, right? So the yeah. They need one. We've had Jews, we've had Chinese people, but not yes, not that Reese's pieces combination in the yeah. NBA. Yet. <laughs> that's yeah. the most tasty kind. Exactly. You know, yeah, my older had, one's into soccer. And it does. It feels good because I don't know anything yeah. about soccer. 
but she just goes out, does her drills. Actually, probably right now she's doing the remote. Um, yeah. Actually, they use WebEx training with the team. So awesome? she'll have to run her drills. Then coach will have her teammate run her drills or whatever they're doing. And uh, all you do is you run it off camera, and then you yeah. you just go sit and have a something to drink. Then you come back ten minutes Spritz later. <laughs> oh man, I just ran two miles. I'm like, great, you're doing yeah. awesome. Like, no. Yeah, no, it's good. What are you doing to keep yourself from going crazy? Uh, I've I've already gone crazy. It's too late. Okay. That's, uh, yeah. Me too. <laughs> well, I walk. I get out and walk every day. And like I said, we exercise. We have the yeah. the, the the gym in the house. And um, I, I found with stuff from work, you know, all the projects that you have going on, almost busier because everything is that's now the, nice. the office is not closing at all now. You're mm -hmm. here, and it's like that's good and bad. Yeah. You don't have a place where you're physically getting up, and it's like I was talking to to Mickey Joseph today. Like I had to go drive yesterday to pick something up. And he said he was driving today to go. And like, if you haven't driven in two, three weeks, it's almost like, you know, when you haven't been on stage in a, in a few days and you're like, whoa, whoa. And like the air was like, my yeah. tire was low on air. I'm like, what the heck happened? The car's <laughs> just sitting there. It was made. The yeah. car was made for driving, you know, and it's, um, so I, I try to get out and do that. And just conversations like this, you, you call people, check in on them. Um, oh yeah. This podcast has been a lifeline for me. Oh, it's great. It's I, I actually, I, you know, I like hanging out with my wife and kids, but like you said, not going to the bars a couple times a week to do comedy. Yeah. I just was kind of going crazy, but I, so I switched the podcast over to just zoom and I go, well, this is, I don't like the quality as much, obviously. Oh, I don't great, like yeah. that. We're, there's a camera between us, but it still feels when I get off these calls, I always feel so much better. Like, ah, oh, yeah. had a good conversation talking with the comedians. I thought you were the guy on YouTube again was going to show it. Today, we're going to talk about how to install a water heater. You know, that's why I said I like that. Yeah. Like I said, in the back, it looks like it's strapped to code. I'm very impressed. I see one strap. There's probably a yeah, second. Yeah. We got it. And we got the escape right, right valve. The escape, escape valve right there. And yeah. the other thing, very nicely done. I see organization there. So I'm like I, I've learned. I've fixed. You know, I've I fixed so much crap in the house. And I, I, my kid, none of my kids have that interest. I'm like, oh, yeah, the. The water heater broke. I I replaced it. Like I, I installed yep. ceiling fans crawling through the ceiling. I'm like, this is cool. I'm under the house fixing things, fixing the plumbing. When the uh, the sewer pipe, my son blew it up, blew up the toilet last year. We had to replace the 50 year old connection to the. He's a man. You know, I I actually paid people to do that stuff. But the the uh, but it's like, man, I love fixing stuff. So now I see in your basement, I'm going, man, he's gonna he's gonna help me fix something. <laughs> you know, I like it. Yeah, everyone will be hitting up your website. Um, yeah, no, we don't need comedy, but we need someone to come over and fix our toilet. Exactly, we heard you right? do a good job. Oh, yeah. I, I'd say go get an extra um, uh, valve, a toilet valve. They break. You know, they're only the, the – Oh, I always have. Buy Home them by Depot. the dozen. Buy, uh, one at Home Depot, like eight bucks. That one maybe will last a couple of years. But I'll tell you, whoever shops at Home Depot, everyone I've been to when I went to get stuff like, like our, our lock broke, I had to go get a lock. And, and like I go in there, see, look, here's the lock. Okay. And, um, <clears throat> it's, um, uh Oh, look out COVID-19. No, we're good now. <laughs> so, no, that's much better. I feel safe. Is, You've made me feel safer, Jeff. I appreciate it. That's my job. And these geniuses at home Depot, it's like, do you understand what the heck, uh, social distancing means? You Ooh. should. No, yeah. seriously. They're bumping into me. You know, I'm like, bro, you know, get your yeah. lumber and get out of here, man. Don't be bumping into me like this. It's I actually had a vendetta against Home Depot for probably you built a, a vendetta. I built a gazebo. Wow. <laughs> yeah. No, mine was all fueled by hatred. So speaking of replacing a water heater, I this blew out a couple years into this house. Yes. And yes. so it was still under warranty by GE. So I had been working. GE's, with I have a GE one. Yep. Uh, most of their stuff is garbage. I have a lot of GE stuff. Yeah. In the kitchen, constant problems. But anyway, it was under warranty. So I was working with someone at GE and they said, oh, bring it to your local Home Depot. Unstrapped it, did whatever I had to do, brought it over. And this manager gave me so much hell, Jeff. I don't remember everything was said, but he was literally, we were raising our voices at each other in a home, a return line at Home Depot. I was dialing GE, having him talk to GE. And he got so pissed off, he hung up on GE. But you know what? I did get a deal. He basically said something like ring them up for whatever the most uh, current water heater is for $70. So I only paid 70 bucks. 
So yeah, it was no good one... for me, but it was such a bitter taste that I didn't, I didn't go to Home Depot for like 10 years. Right. I would either go to Orchard or um, Low, Lowe's. Is it Lowe's? Yeah, Lowe's. Yeah, yeah. Those are my two go-tos. Ask but... Patrick McDermott. That's his favorite. <laughs> oh, is it? He has a joke about Lowe's, yes. Ah, okay. I don't know that one yet. Um, but yeah, so, but now I go back to them just because Orchard, rest in peace. And then, yeah, uh, Osh. Yeah, Osh. And uh, Lowe's is a little bit further from my house. So I'm back to being a Home Depot guy. So far, no one's crossed me, Jeff. No one's crossed yet. So what, how many years is that? Uh, is that uh... It's going to go any minute, Jeff. Is that, exactly because yeah it's, is that a 12 year or a 10 year 12 year? uh it's probably it's probably a 12 year and that's good we're probably actually we're probably past that I'm I'm, past I'm, i agree i the one in my house like when we moved here 15 years ago and like i think it was like a year or two old and it looks like a 10 or 12 year but any day now like yeah. your cell phone like every two years it starts breaking well, like yep. larry like bubbles brown says it's over <laughs> it's over I really like that guy. He's great. I got to try. He's amazing. Up. Wonderful guy. Speaking Wonderful of good guy. comics, who were your inspirations? My mother, I told you. Your mother. The, okay. No, but the, uh, as, as comedians, you know, Cosby, I, I said, Cosby, the comedian I loved mm -hmm. Eddie Murphy. I mean, uh, when, when raw and all those and delirious came out, it was like, man, this is a guy who's Richard Pryor. We watched growing up. Love that. Yeah. So, you know, Bob Newhart, guys like that. Just great comics that I always just loved watching them interact with, with uh, the audience and just sharp and just get on word. And you could, you know, more recently, you know, watching Chappelle, watching guys like Bill Burr, yeah. just, you know, George Carlin. I, I saw George Carlin in Boston when I was um, probably 20 years old at the, at the uh, Symphony Hall. And it was uh, just amazing. Oh, it was just, I'm like, man, I got to see him. Yeah, that's really cool. He's one of my favorite too. Yeah, just a great writer, and just you watch that, and it's amazing. Yeah. How often you write? I uh, never as much as I'd like to. Is always okay. the answer, but no. But the point is, um, it, it takes discipline to sit down and write regularly when you're in yeah. the middle of certain projects. Sometimes it's hard to do that, but I'm always writing continuously as thoughts come down in yeah. my head, and I, you'll see something that'll pitch in. I'll, I'll write something down, and I think what did I write down today? Let's see. Oh, yeah. I wrote down here. I got this email from Costco. And then it said here, um, aha, there was a, I can get a 40 pack of Trojan condoms for $11.99 delivered. Yahtzee. And I saw that right after $3 off. <laughs> and I thought, <laughs> no, I mean, seriously. And I wrote that. I mean, just the concept that it even said that. And I thought to myself. So they're making you work. This is such, I mean, you, you, <laughs> they've removed the entire adolescent male experience of going to the drugstore and stealing yeah. them yeah. or just being ashamed, hoping that, you know, your, your parents, friends didn't walk in right at the point you were about to oh. make that purchase. But uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. That's uh so they want you to mail in to get that money back. Huh? Yeah. Imagine oh. I have to, I have to <laughs> cut the, cut the box top off for the $3 and cost me 55. Oh, time out, time out. I got to do something. Where are the scissors? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't. And you're talking about that and scissors in the same. same oh no, <laughs> that's it, 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 oh, that's not good. That's not good. Okay. Yeah, and here's here's some random thought. Yeah. Stupid here, here. Do you ever notice that whenever you, whenever it's your birthday and you write the date on a sheet of paper, you always actually write the birth year, like because you're so used to writing your birth yeah. year, like when you. Yeah. Because yeah, you're like, oh, because I'm, oh, I'm not applying for something here. I'm just right. Write the date. Not or how about even, this? That's not funny, but it's just it's an observation. Well, how about this? When you go to fill out a form online and they say, pick your birth date and it starts at 2020 yeah, and you yeah. got to go scroll. Yeah. Cause <laughs> like, I, oh, okay. Cause I'm getting my driver's license for being alive three months. Right. Uh, my, my favorite part is these idiots. Every time everybody's always surveying you. Can we take a short survey? How yeah. do we, how are we doing? Or like you call the bank. And you finally get them on the phone and they, they go, uh, sir, what do you, okay, I'll transfer you. And then they send you a survey. How did, you know, how did this person do? They press the freaking button on the screen. You know, I mean, I'm, yeah. what am I surveying? Why is yeah, there a yeah. tip cup, a tip jar at Starbucks? You know I mean? What did you do? You know? You Everyone's obsessed with their customer sats. If you, if you go above and beyond, yeah, I, you don't even have to ask me. But if you just like, you know, there's a, a please tip, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. 
to cause the uh, living wages. I mean, yeah, we, we want people to be able to survive here, but if yeah. everything has to survey, you know, how did you press well, the button? And the amount of times they pepper you with the survey is just uncalled for. No kidding. Um, hey, so Jeff, we're coming up on an hour. Yeah. I got a new segment on the podcast where I, uh, I have to torture you a little bit with right. some of my writing. Okay. Sorry to say. Uh, well, I've been stuck at home with my family, so this will be easy. Okay, so the name of the segment is Laugh, Heckle, Groan. So I'm going to run through a couple jokes here. You could either critique each one or you could wait till I finish, and then you can say laugh, heckle, or groan. Okay, or maybe my, my response, since I've never heard these, will be enough of itself, and I'll, I'll, I'll try to go. If I'm lucky. And I'll go like this. When's <laughs> it, is, did you tell the joke yet? You, you go, ah, no, you look at your watch. What's going on here? It's, it's, this is like Vegas. There's no time. It's yeah. all. Yeah. So, Jeff, I was, uh, I just listened to your story about your mother, and that's, it's really sweet to hear how you and her had such a good relationship. Um, my mother, she didn't like me very much, Jeff. She didn't like me very much. I found this out on my first day of kindergarten. After dropping, dropping off my older sister at school with a backpack full of books, she dropped me off at the community pool with a backpack full of rocks. I don't blame her, Jeff. I don't blame her. I was, I was not a smart kid. I was a dumb kid. Really dumb. One time, the neighborhood kids asked me to join a game of Scrabble. Upon finishing my first word, I shouted, bingo! Hey, oh, you'll like this one, Jeff. You'll like this one. It's about, it's about my youth athletics. I was not a good athlete. Did you start yet? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> When are the jokes coming? Well, yeah, I was like, I'm, 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 I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Yeah, yeah. I, I was not a good athlete, Jeff. I was terrible. I was on a little league team. Not the Raiders. Different little league team. Yes. I heard my coach tell my teammates, a walk is as good as a hit. When it came to my turn, I was told, if we're lucky, you'll get hit. <laughs> hit by pitch, Jeff. Baseball That's good. humor. I like that. I like that. He was rooting for some chin music. So, oh, here we go. This is a good one. We're going to end on this one. People started doing something called Zoom bombing. You heard of this, Zoom bombing? No. It's where a person joins a Zoom meeting and yells racial slurs and pulls their <laughs> pants down. Zoom bombing, said President Trump. Why, that's what I call a productive day at the office. <laughs> that's it. The, yeah. The, the, the uh, premise there is, uh, yeah. Zoom bombing, it's, it's what I call talking to China, Fauci. You know, <laughs> there you go. That's a good one. So laugh, heckle, groan. No, you got some laughs in there, and it's, it's, they're all great. I mean, it's, it's, uh, a joke is never fully written, right? You're always, right. And you'll add things to it and twists as time goes on, and jokes you've had for years, you'll like tag them later. I'm like, whoa, that, that makes it even better. Oh, we didn't talk, speaking of jokes, we didn't talk about your upcoming special. Oh, yeah. So what, how long do you work on something before you think it's ready for, for a special or like baked enough to get into a special? Years, years. No, years. the, um, and yeah, sometimes I always uh, risk and put something new in there. And I'm, no, so that was, that was a, a the dry bar, it's got, they have, they have amazing distribution on, on the web and they like, you know, coming, it can be clean and family friendly, but that doesn't mean it's, it's not funny. It's, it's, you, you want to be yourself. You want to tell your story. You go out to, uh, it's filmed in Utah, which is, which is, which is great. I mean, they have a great theater and, and they really have a, a wonderful production. And um, I hear there's a lot of really good comedy fans in Utah too. They really appreciate when people roll through. Yeah, no, they did. They were very, very nice, very supportive. I actually had friends, believe it or not, that came out of the woodwork that I, that lived there and came to support. It was wonderful. Some I hadn't seen in almost 30 years. So I had a couple nice. of fraternity brothers and friends that I know and friends that I've worked with. So that was really terrific to have them there. And uh, people I know from, from here in the Bay Area that happened to be there. And so that was also very nice. Uh, but it was it was just a great experience. And they'll probably be out here in the next month or two. And, and um and, uh, you know, I had, I had this joke, which, which I'm going to take out, which at the time, 
you know, you joke about something topical and you try mm. to, and, and you don't know, uh, it's not even funny anymore, but it, it was like, I had this joke. Oh. I, I talked about, you know, the virus situation, which we didn't know where it was going or how serious it really was going to be. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I joke, I said, um, my wife and I have been married, uh, 25 years and I go, mm. uh, happiest six years of my life. Mm. Um, <laughs> the year of the rat through the year of the rooster, I believe. Okay. And, uh, and I said, you know, we had a fight recently and I'm like, whoa, 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 with all these viruses coming from Asia, um, we shouldn't even be talking now. <laughs> you know, which at the time was funny. I wouldn't tell that joke today. And then, then I said, and at that moment in time, my marriage was saved by the CDC. Oh, you know? and I'm like, it was funny to me. I still find it's a funny joke, but I'm going, ah, oh, wow. You know, and I, I, I wouldn't tell that joke right now, but, uh, Hopefully I'll edit that. They'll help me edit that one out before it goes out to distribution. I'm trying to think though. It's not that. It's not that dark though, right? No, it's it, no, it's not dark. It was all. It was meant. To, the funny part to me is that you know your marriage is saved by the CDC. That's the part that I yeah. find funny, right? Yeah. Not that people are dying. I mean, there's a joke that may have dark elements to it, but it's never about. That's the funny part of the joke, and that's not the funny part of the joke. Of course. I think. You know what? I think I wrote something similar to that. Give me, give me a second here. Your wife is Chinese too. Yeah, she's from Hong Kong originally, but I didn't. Oh, it, she is. Yeah, not on oh, that. I was just threw it out there. Is she really from Hong Kong? Yeah, she's from Hong Kong. Wow. Yeah, we've been. That's beautiful. So your your kids are beautiful too. Then mixed. Well, yeah, they they're beautiful and they're. Wow, you, know, you better you better so, hope they don't see this podcast. <laughs> your kids are beautiful. Well, yeah, kind of. I was gonna say they're beautiful, but they're also a pain, right? So, well, of course. Okay, here's here's how here's how it goes. I can't find it right now, but my my thing on the um, CDC was um, the CDC says that social distancing is the key to staving off infectious diseases. As a married man, I say social distance is the key to happy marriage. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's funny. Like yeah, that. exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that, that you could tell that, I mean, again, it's all forced. Yeah. You know, when you're in the house with, um, yeah, my, I said my wife's been practicing social distancing for many years. Yeah. <laughs> That's another good one. We're yeah. prepared. Yeah. 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 Right. What, on. what did I do? What did I do? What did I do? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. I didn't do, do anything. Just what their needs, their needs are more than mine. I understand that. Yes, yep. Sir. Yep. Right on. Well, Jeff, this has been a blast. It's been a roller coaster. How are people, where are people going to be able to check out your album? Our conversation has been a roller coaster. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a roller coaster ride. I'll be playing my home for the next three months. <laughs> and after that, I'll be uh, coming. No, it's fine. I had some great gigs coming up at Rooster Tea Feathers this month, which are not going to happen now. Great club yeah. in Sunnyvale. I was looking forward to uh, performing and getting to our great uh, improv in San Jose again and work, but uh, you know, we're all, I think everybody, the key is, you know, even you look at the stock market, you look at all this stuff, everybody's impacted, right? So everybody's yeah. impacted. And there's also opportunity that comes from this time of you. It's like, you know, emotion and intelligence can't live in the same body. It's, mm. it's, it's so like when my, my emotions are high, my intelligence is often low. Well, it oh, often it always is. Yeah. When I keep it at home, my emotions low and I can just process, you know, I, I, I learned that somewhere, but it's, um, if you well, can I, do that, you can make smart, smarter decisions because with great uh, challenge comes great opportunity too, right? Uh, that will come out of this and, and there'll be, uh, you know, maybe there'll be new comedy clubs that'll have individual uh, plastic covered booths and uh, who knows. And they'll, yeah, that, but um, it's going to be interesting. I, yeah. I do think also another thing is, um, like we touched on, I don't, I don't want to end on a low note, but I, I no, think, no, no. I think that, uh, right now it feels very bleak. The unemployment stuff is all bleak, but yes, when we do know how to get healthy and we, we do get healthy, it'll snap back because we all have cabin fever. You're talking about 7 billion people with cabin fever right now. Yeah. Um, I have jungle fever actually. Jung <laughs> I have cabin jungle cabin fever. So yeah. I'm, that's it going. Yes. Attacking yep. the sisters when I get out of here, but mm. the uh, no, um, yeah, absolutely. And 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 like I said, we'll go back to the, the good things that come of this. I mean, the we're now spending more time with family. We're not commuting. Yes. There's less pollution. There's there's um, you know more time together as a family. 
Yeah. Uh, there's more people knock on the door and you go, go away, get the hell out of here. You <laughs> know, there's stuff. more of that. And they, my son's friends, they still knock on, hey, can you come out and play? I'm like, hey, moron, step back, stop touching my door. Ooh. And, uh, and uh, That's not good. No, he's like, no, I'm not coming out, bro. And I'm like, <laughs> and he goes, yeah, he goes, yeah, I social distance anyway. I'm just kind of, I'm like, wow. Um, oh, yeah, I meant to also compliment your son on his joke. The, the, tri, the trilingual joke he did, oh, yeah, where he yeah, yeah, has yeah. English, Hebrew, and Chinese. Yes. Oh, that's a great joke. That's a, yeah, that's a while ago. I'll tell him. He'll, he'll appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's now a productive adult. Well, I should say a mature adult, productive member of society. It's all yeah. weird when you see your kids. You go, how do I have a, how do I have a kid that's, that's older than I was when I first moved to California? That's not possible. Yeah. You know? What, what stage was the hardest for you? tomorrow tomorrow uh, yeah the uh no. no i think when you first move out you're you're uh when you first get here you're, you're breaking away it was like it was a total cultural shift like i'd be real uh, close to people when i talked to them and they'd be like yo dude why are you so close and i'm like what are you talking about i'm just i'm trying to talk to you and they're like dude, stand back bro this is come on stand back it's california i'm like Shut yeah up. yeah yeah and just trying to get rid like we'd say in new york hey i'll call you and you know mm. what we would do we mm. call them out uh, here bro i'll give you a shot huh yeah. dude dude and then like you don't hear anything so I'm like, i don't know that i do i have a lot of accounts in new york so i have they turned into friends right they start yeah. as colleagues or customers or whatever and you yeah, turn yeah. into friends so we chat a lot and uh yeah the northeast guys new york boston um they like a lot more phone time than yeah. my friends in california yeah. uh and matthew, how you doing matthew how you doing? yeah yeah and we'll be talking and then next thing you know I'll go okay it's been an hour and 30 minutes i, I really got to go do something like oh no way jay listen stay healthy get a freaking mask yeah the, yeah. Um, yeah yeah that's that's the way that it is yeah it's great right talking on, to you man i this appreciate what you're good. doing there and again uh thank you again for this discussion on water he heater safety and it's uh you, it's you, what we're you, here for you you uh practicing what you preach it's it's uh strapped properly that's all I'm, that's all that's what i'm going to remember from this i don't want osha or cdc crawling down my back jeff exactly i'm covering yeah, all exactly. my bases